to welcome back everyone to AI Meets Productivity, the podcast where we unlock the secrets to working smarter, not harder. Today, we're unraveling the mystery of task stacks, a game-changing strategy for anyone overwhelmed by their to-do list. Ever catch yourself doing everything but the one thing you need to do? Then you're in the right place. Stick around as we explore how task stacks can revolutionize the way you prioritize and tackle your tasks. Trevor, ready to dive deep into this topic? Yeah, totally. Thank you, ChatGPT. So let's dive into what a task stack is. A task stack is a list of tasks sorted by execution order where all of the tasks are hidden except for the next one. You can think of a visual way to imagine this is a stack of cards where each card has a task written on one side. The cards are sorted in order of priority and then placed face down. You then schedule this stack as a time block in your daily plan. When it comes time to work on the stack, you pick the top card from the stack and start working on it. When you're done with that task, you pick the next card from the stack and start working on that. The key thing is with task stacks, you never see the entire list, only the next item to work on. Exactly, Trevor. It's like each task gets its moment in the spotlight, one at a time, and scheduling it as a time block in your daily plan. That's genius. It really hones in on the idea of out of sight, out of mind, doesn't it? By only focusing on the top card, it's, it's like a direct path to what's truly important without getting sidetracked. I'm curious, how does this method impact your productivity when you first tried it? I think what it does is it makes it harder to get distracted by lower priority items. Because when we're looking at a task list, sometimes what we do is this thing called productive procrastination, where we pick an item somewhere on the list to get it done, but it's not the high priority. So we get these dopamine hits, we get these sense of accomplishment, but we're not actually making significant progress toward our goals. Ah. Productive procrastination, our favorite way to feel busy while avoiding what we really need to do. Task stacks sound like the perfect antidote to that. By keeping the next priority task hidden, it's like it forces us to focus on what matters most without those tempting distractions. So say you implement this and you've got a task stack and you pull a task that you don't want to work on. What do you do, ChatGPT? Hmm. That's a tricky situation. But here's the cool part about task stacks. If you pull a task you're not in the mood to tackle, you can skip it. The catch? You've got a mark that you skipped it. It's like a little nudge reminding you, hey, you skipped this for a reason. And if you keep skipping it, maybe it's time to reassess its priority or even if it needs to be on your list at all. Trevor, have you ever found yourself frequently skipping the same task? all the time. There's tasks on my task list that just have been on there forever that I keep looking at and not doing. And I think that's the key thing with the task stack. When I make that tally mark, when we, or if I'm using a digital task where I add a field and keep track of the skip count, that makes it a lot more visual that I've been skipping that task over and over again. And that kind of forces me to say, hey, you know, do this or just deprioritize it. 
It's like those tasks are waving at us saying, remember me? Every time we glance at the list, but with task stacks and that skip count, it forces us to confront our avoidance head on. Either we tackle it or we make the call to deprioritize it, making our task stack leaner and more focused. It's like decluttering your task list in the most intentional way. Now, sometimes it's just not possible to work on a task because you're waiting for someone else for a specific time or condition in the future to occur, or you don't have the right times to do the work. What's a strategy I could use then to handle that? Ah, that's a real challenge. But here's where task stacks show their flexibility. If you're waiting on something or someone, you can note that directly on the task. This way, you're not just skipping it. You're acknowledging there's a legitimate reason why it can't be done right now. And the best part, you don't increase the skip count for these reasons. It's like giving yourself permission to pause without the guilt. Trevor, how do you keep track of these conditional tasks in your own system? Well, I think when I'm using physical cards at the top of the card, I'm going to write waiting for, followed by the condition I'm waiting for. If I'm using digital tasks, I'll add a feel or add text into the notes to keep track of the trigger. I think by documenting the triggers in this way, it reduces the subjectivity of whether I should work on the task or not, because it helps me identify when the task should rise up and become a top priority again. That's brilliant, Trevor. By marking waiting for on the card or in a digital note, you're creating a clear, objective reminder of what needs to happen before you can move forward. It's like a built-in system for accountability, plus reducing that subjectivity. It's a smart way to keep your priorities straight and your productivity on track. So let's start wrapping up. What are some of the benefits of task stacks that our audience should keep in mind? First off, task stacks are amazing for reducing distractions. They keep you laser focused on just the next priority, making it harder to wander off track. Then there's creating a bias for higher priorities. It adds a little friction when you think about skipping over important tasks, helping you stay aligned with your goals. And don't forget about surfacing priority misalignments. Those tally marks or digital skip counts, they're like a mirror reflecting back your true priorities or maybe the lack thereof. Lastly, task stacks encourage smart work by separating planning from execution. This separation boosts the effectiveness of both ensuring you're always working on what matters most. Trevor, any final thoughts on how task stacks might change the game for our listeners? I mean, I think what task stacks really do is let you effectively time block because you can block a time for marketing instead of a specific task. And then you have your marketing task stack and you just start working down it. And so it works really well with time blocking. Oh. That's a fantastic point. Integrating task stacks with time blocking elevates the whole concept of structured productivity. By focusing on a specific stack during its time block, you're not just working smarter, you're working in a way that's tailored to your priorities and schedule. It's a productivity one-two punch that can really make a difference. Trevor, it's been enlightening discussing task stacks with you. I can't wait to see how our listeners leverage this strategy to boost their productivity. Thank you, everyone. This has been AI Meets Productivity, your weekly podcast between myself, 
a productivity expert, and ChatGBT and artificial intelligence. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a couple other places I can't remember right now. But please like, share, and comment wherever you found this podcast. And we'll talk to you next week.